direction. Right? Well, we don't advise you to break that fever unless it's like medically dangerous. We expect there to be a mild fever. Right. And we tell the patients, you know, after we've given the treatment, we're expecting a mild fever. You know, obviously if it's if it's getting so bad that you can't tolerate it, to contact us. Dr. Nick Delgado here, our podcast, and we're broadcasting from RadFest in Las Vegas. I'm with Chandra Lynn, who I'm so intrigued. I got a chance to meet with and discuss really some important topics. One of them is our bodies are aging, and there's a lot of talk about stem cell treatments, but not all stem cell treatments are the same, are they? No, not at all. Tell me about what it is about the homing device, cell-specific. I believe it's called cell transplant, uh, stem cell transplant, if you will, but really specific to the cells. Now, I know this has been pioneered uh, back from, what is it, in Switzerland and Germany. I've, I've heard over 60,000 treatments have been done, but you yourself have been seeing and observing the outcome of these treatments. Uh, and it doesn't just happen within a week or two. I'm new to the treatment, had it done myself in Kota Kinabala. And so I might notice improvements in my body over time. That can take months to elicit improvements in the body. Is that true? Very true, definitely. Um, so when we're talking about uh, differential, um, uh, sorry, differentiating uh, the cells, if you have just a stem cell that's from, say, placenta or from cord blood, those are not specific to any organ. And so if we go ahead and we just transfuse those and just hope that they're going to go to the organ that's failing, yeah, we're, we're literally just hoping, we're guessing, okay? Right. So there's um, various things that we can do. Some doctors will go ahead and they will use a fluoroscope or ultrasound and they will go ahead and inject those stem cells directly into the organ. And again, we're hoping that, that those stem cells are going to program to replace the injured tissue or to heal that injured tissue. But we have no way of really knowing that's what they're doing. So I've been working with the European Wellness Group and what they're doing is they're, um, they're seeking out organ-specific stem cells. And so the way that they've done that is they have um, uh, lab-raised uh, rabbits, which are um, raised to at least 400 generations, that they're disease-free and they're completely clean. And uh, they use those rabbits' uh, fetal tissue. Uh, to be able to get those cells. So now a lot of people, um, they have some ethical dilemma with rabbits versus you know human cells are worried about a cross issue with the, um, the rabbit or the animal and putting those DNA into them. Um, but what's really important about that is that people just don't tend to know that we're already using animals in our medicine. You know, we use animals uh, for insulin. insulin. We use uh, animals for fertility medications like uh, FSH. Um, we use just all kinds of different animal resources. And then obviously we all consume, well not all, some of us are vegetarian. Some of us consume animals as well. So uh, that's good stewardship of uh, our animals to be able to use those to cure ourselves rather than um, you know, necessarily going for human tissue. So. so what are some of the conditions that you're observing that might very well improve with probably maybe more than one um, cell transplant, if you will? And the cell transplant isn't going to be rejected because it's zero. It's not even a day old. So it hasn't taken on a genetic code yet. And when it's uh, collected then and injected into the particular individual, like in my case, who I've had it done. There was no ill reaction whatsoever. Okay. I felt perfectly fine. 
Uh, it's interesting with biological material, uh, even with fat-derived stem cells, mm -hmm. things can go wrong if Definitely. things are not purified and done properly. So uh, what is it that you see in this, in this particular area? Uh, are you asking specific to like the animal-based ones or just cells in general? Well, when you're utilizing these specific cell uh, tissue types, uh, there's different type of brain uh, mm. cells, there's different type of liver, there's different type of muscle, testes. So what you're going after is an attempt to improve or rejuvenate or reverse the aging of the individual recipient, right? Mm, definitely. Um, so I think what you're asking is when we're using a combination, for instance, if we did testes, skin, liver, you know, everything in between and put them all into you, is there a um, an adverse reaction that we might expect from that? Is that what you're kind of, or what adverse reactions might we get from that? And the, if that's the question, the answer would be, um, that generally people are not having any issues at all. If they do, it's a mild fever. We give them some Tylenol. Um, we do expect there to be a tiny bit of a fever for about two to three days, just because we just introduced a whole lot of organic material to your body. Um, that being said, you know, we just, we've observed you. Um, as far as what kind of adverse effects could you have if we used, for instance, human-based cells, what we have noticed is um, with human-based cells, we sometimes get abnormal growth. So um, in using uh, peptides and cells that are from, um, from animal, from rabbit-based cells, um, those are not having any of those adverse effects. We're actually seeing that you can inject them directly into um, glutamus maximus, you know, the butt, and then it will find their way to the organ and they will actually uh, create that healing because they are specific to each organ. So the growth factor of your liver, if you needed liver, has been injected into you and now you've got a liver growth factor that's there and it's seeking that out. It's not looking for anything else but your liver. Um, and so we've had awesome results with that and we don't have human cells that we can do that with. And um, there's no real ethical way to get human cells to do that with. So if you think about that, if we're using liver cells that we got from a, a rabbit that we raised you know, wonderfully and gave an awesome life to, uh, that's great. Now, how are we gonna get a liver cell for you from a human? You know, and so if you look at right. the, the ethical dilemmas that we're having right now, as far as people that are concerned with stem cells endangering babies, um, or you look at the technology that we have coming out right now, or even like the new um, awesome science that they are releasing right now, where they say, you know, young blood will make us younger. Of course, young blood will make us younger. Young plasma will make us younger. Young tissue will make us younger. Young bone marrow will make us younger. Obviously, stem cells from a younger person are going to make us younger. So what happens when we want to live to be a thousand years old and we don't have any children left to get our young blood and our young stem cells from? That's where it becomes so imperative that we are also focusing very heavily into how we can use good stewardship with our animals and our other, um, other resources for this, this uh, longevity uh, movement that we're going through. Well, Chandra, these origin cells, uh, which are identical in the rabbit to the human, Mm -hmm. And they're even transferring in Japan studies, as I understand it, where they're able to transfer these cells from human to animals mm -hmm. and vice versa because basically at, at age zero, they're identical. Isn't that true? Yes. And so then as they're developing, um, they're developing alongside your mature cell. And so now you're able to get those um, the youthful growth factors of those cells to be able to potentiate your cells. So you've got to... 45 year old liver and I give you a 
one day old liver cell to go in there with its growth factors, it's going to boost the, the healing capacity of your body is how that's working. It's kind of like a, it's a booster for you. Yeah, you made a comment earlier and I interviewed Dr. Dipmai Maharaj and he and I were talking about at the age of 60, uh, your immune system just drops drastically. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about the importance of where he's doing some work with 22 year old donors because he's got to make the specific donor for white blood cell transfer to combat cancer. And he said that when those transfers occur, oftentimes there is a fever and he doesn't want them to suppress the fever. Mm -hmm. He wants the body, because essentially the immune system becomes more active mm -hmm. at a higher body temperature. Mm -hmm. And I, I noticed I got a little hot that night that I had the procedure. I was wearing a t-shirt. I had perspired in the morning. I felt fine. Um, in all my life, when I've ever had a fever, I let it go. I take in a lot of fluids. Mm -hmm. I'm very careful to get rest and you know, pl plenty of fluids, get outdoors a little bit, feel the sun to get the healing effect. Mm -hmm. But that fever's there for a purpose, so I don't mm -hmm. want to break it with an aspirin in my case. Yeah, no, no, that's so, very true. So, some people might go that direction, right? Well, we don't advise you to break that fever unless it's like medically dangerous. We expect there to be a mild fever. Right. And we tell the patients, you know, after we've given the treatment, we're expecting a mild fever. You know, obviously, if it's if it's getting so bad that you can't tolerate it, to contact us. And then we go ahead and we would advise you other, you know, what to do. But, you know, honestly, uh, I have been involved with this for about a year, and we haven't told anybody to go and take a Tylenol. We've basically told them to have some ice water or go in the pool or whatever right. if they need to, because we yeah. really do want for their body to mm -hmm. do its work with this, you know? Right. And it's, you think about this, you know, we're aging you backwards. We're making huge changes to your body. Of course, you're going to feel something, sure. you know, there's going to be some changes, you know, and it's, it's, it's great too. Actually, after that first little, um, a bit of a fever and stuff, people, all of a sudden their libido comes back, you know? I get these text messages they're like I can dance again or whatever it is I had this lady um, my very first week that I was doing stem cell um, transplants I um, I did a uh, we did her knee mm -hmm. and um, and she was told that she had to get a full knee replacement she's like I have to have my knee replaced and she's like but I really don't want to and what can we do about it and we're like well you know you could certainly give stem cells a try you know it, yeah, it's a few thousand dollars. I probably does like seven thousand dollars to do one vial of stem cells in the knee, and uh, she was like, "Well, she was paying cash forty thousand dollars to get her um, to get her knee replaced." And she's like, "Well, you know what? Let's do it." Right. And she's like, "Yeah, why not?" So we did. She comes back in. It wasn't, but maybe three months later, and I'm like, "Well, how are you doing?" And she goes, "I'm doing awesome." And she puts her purse down and she literally does a jiggy right there in the foyer and I'm like wow she goes I haven't been able to dance like this in like 20 years I'm like wow and that's just stem cells right and so uh, my father-in-law also you know he had um, some renal failure going on and and we brought him out and uh, he was just just horrible like he had CHF, he had everything happening. I don't know if you know about the cascade on that, but like the ankles swell up and, and they were just, he was just miserable. And we ended up, he was in the hospital. And so we got just exosomes, which are, um, uh, it's like an extract of stem cells, right? So we got some exosomes and the guy was, he had um, rheumatoid also in his hands. So his hands are like this and you know, his body's kind of like this and he's in his in his bed and he's like this and he's just miserable and we're watching this tv show and they're noodling a, a catfish or something on the tv show as his you know it's been about five minutes since his exosome infusion and i'm talking to him I'm like well how are you feeling glenn and he's like 
he's like, I don't feel nothing. And I'm like, oh, okay. And you know, we were watching the noodle and thing. And he's like, he's watching and he starts just kind of moving his hands. He's talking to us and something on the TV happened that made him happy. And he goes from laying here to just sitting upright because it mm -hmm. excited him and his feet over the side of the bed. And he, he's shocked and excited. We're shocked and excited. Uh -huh. We're like, what just happened? But the thing is, now here's a really big thing that I'm noticing with stem cell treatments with people who didn't pay for it themselves, okay? Thing is, is that he got his treatment done because we wanted him to get his treatment done, okay? So now if somebody's at the end of their life and they don't want to live, then, you know, a family member spending a ton of money on stem cells isn't gonna, isn't really gonna help them. But that was a magical, mystical moment in that I saw the magic of those exosomes where a man who I had never seen open his hands all the way was able to open his hands and this man who couldn't sit up without us helping him sat right up and that was just exosomes that wasn't stem cells um, but he didn't want to pursue further stuff because you know he he lived his life you know and so he's he's gone now but I had another patient that had a similar um, similar issue but he did want to live and so I think it's really important also that if anybody is doing stem cell treatments, that they make sure that they do a, uh, a really good review with this patient, how serious they are about changing their lives. Because if I'm rewinding you backwards, you know, you've lived, you know, a long life, 60, 70 years, you've got a lot of pent up baggage, you know, and you got to determine whether or not you're ready to let that go and really start a new life. And so I think it's important that clinics also incorporate something like NLP and like breakout sessions for people, which is a neuro linguistic programming, if you guys don't know about that. Um, and then okay. I do NLP and timeline okay. therapy. Oh, awesome. Okay. Very important that if you're going to invest this much money into something like this, that you also invest in your self work, you know, mm -hmm. because, uh, it just you can't just start over and have that same lifestyle you know generally if you're you're having those health issues there's something that you weren't doing with your lifestyle that that you need to change you know so we're gonna bring you in and we're gonna completely train you up you know we're gonna clean you out we're gonna do biofrequencies we're gonna do you know a whole workup on you you're gonna have red light you're gonna have ozone you're gonna have hyperbaric you're gonna get your systems completely cleaned out and you're even going to see a physical therapist. We're going to talk to you about diet and exercise. We're going to get you completely reset. And that's how you completely age backwards. And I have seen people that are like 90 that look like they're in their 40s. So it's really important if you... After the treatment. Yeah, after treatment. So they've been receiving treatments. Now, I, I did not mm -hmm. see those people when they started their treatments. Okay. But I saw them coming through the clinic and they'd been getting treatments for several years. Understood. And so there's a lot of And they of wouldn't be coming back and doing treatments. If it didn't work. If it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's 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 really important to if you're going to do these kinds of things in your life. It's like uh, this gentleman yesterday said, um, you can you can think that you know everything if you're only going to live a short period of time or something like that. And that really it makes a lot of sense. You know, if we're going to live a really long time, we have to be willing to let old knowledge go and be willing to always learn new things. Because if we're stuck in our old ways, we're just going to be reliving that same that same thing. So I've had. Um about 10 cord blood stem cell treatments. I've had uh, fat derived stem cell treatments. I've had bone marrow and now the uh, novel cell transplant uh, procedure. And it's interesting because uh, I would say that the idea that there's over 420 different cell types, we have to really zero in on those areas. We're only as strong as our weakest link, right? So if we know at a certain age, we have certain systems failing, 
we have to intervene. And certain organs only last so long. The liver lasts, what, 75 years? But the eyes start to fail after, what, 20 years maybe? Uh, certain organs start to fail sooner than others, depending on how hard a person is on their body too, right? Yeah, that's very true. Um, well, and the thing is, is if we start early, okay, here, here's the thing, a lot of people right now are just learning that these technologies are, uh, are being reintroduced. And when I say reintroduced, I'm telling you that because a lot of this was already on the walls 3,000 years before Christ in, um, in uh, Mesopotamia. So if uh, you guys want to search into that, it's pretty amazing the stuff that we already knew, that we are just relearning and now we're applying um, our, our scientific methods to it and learning that, wow, we already knew that. We've known this for a real long time. And so, uh, you know, it's just, we have to be willing to reset everything and start early. You know, it's like if you start wearing sunscreen when you're in your 20s, you're going to have awesome skin like this, okay? And if you, if you start, though, when you're in your 60s, it's completely different. So if you have a, a liver, like you were saying, that's only going to live to be 75, right. it's not necessarily only going to live to be 75 if you start taking care of it when you're younger. Now, if you're already 75, which we all know that you're like 200 and that you've been having all those stem cell treatments and you're just faking your age, right? But uh, if, if you start this now, let's say you're 75 and now your liver's already gone. I'm 65 this year. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. You can get the ARP program or something, right? So, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so if you, if you already have your liver uh, going downhill, now we got to get it back, right? So now we have to completely flush your system again this is back to that that comment if this person comes to you they're in liver failure failure how serious are you about this and your lifestyle changes bring in the nlp right bring in the the, the energy work get them cleansed out get them reset and the stem cells are the wave of the future for that you know uh, they're doing a lot of work right now also with um, like being able to create uh, you know organs using stem cells um, in their lab so they take the matrix of the um, of the tissue um, and then they they basically culture it and that's something that is down the line and obviously it's not part of our rejuvenation thing we're doing here but I mean if you're talking about a 200 year old liver you might have to get to a point where you might want to replace that so they're working on that as well well, when you talk about the liver, I understand that there's only like one liver transplant available for out of four people and the other three are dying because they couldn't get a liver transplant, right? So yeah, that's true of pretty much all transplants. Yeah. yeah. So is there an alternative on a happier note or a lighter note to Botox? Is there some treatment or interventions that you can inject or microderm are you experimenting with work in this area so um actually i've been um, a master injector for aesthetics for uh, 10 of my 20 years in uh, nursing in the medical world and um you're 20 years old 10 of your 20 years? yes yes <laughs> no i'm 43 uh, so um no my uh my experience has been we don't get the full relaxation like you get with botox but if you right. use placenta okay. um the specifically uh the i've been using the placenta from european wellness but the, some other companies that also do the same mm -hmm. uh, placenta based uh, peptides you get a lot of relaxation but you you don't get that full relaxation that a lot of ladies want and mm -hmm. you're not getting this brow lift so uh 
we haven't quite gotten to that point yet okay. and I don't necessarily know that we're looking to completely freeze this so right. if you like the look of it being frozen then you you need <laughs> Botox if you want to get back to looking like you're 25 mm -hmm. well then yeah let's do some placenta you know let's right. maybe do some stem cells if you've got some more advanced age you know but placenta is only like a hundred bucks a vial instead of you know thousands and we can do treatments that way wow. um, an alternative to that would be um, PRP injections uh, which is even more affordable mm -hmm. you know so uh, it just kind of and by the way when I say the cost of that vial that's the cost of the vial it's not the cost of your doctor or nurse who's going to inject it which is usually probably another couple hundred dollars so yeah anywhere from two to five hundred dollars depending on the person so yeah, sure by the way yeah, yeah so I, I love that when people are like oh but it only costs a hundred bucks it's like yeah but I went to school and I also sure. been doing this for 20 years and you got to pay me still so of course kind of so people are also doing some treatments and I've just started myself to help to uh, assist in hair growth right oh, yeah. so uh, these peptides can be injected directly in the scalp and I had one treatment done mm -hmm. uh, very tiny little needle like smaller than an insulin needle like mm -hmm. I think it was 32 or 34 gauge. It was like ridiculously oh. small. I use a 31. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, depending on how advanced your hair loss is, we can do anything from PRP, which is with your own blood, uh, to just straight up stem cells. And it just kind of it depends on how aggressive the patient wants to get with it. Sure. And then also, you know, we look at your scalp. We, we assess whether or not there are any active follicles there to even stimulate right, so right. you know if you're to the point where you have had like a waxy glossy head for 20 years mm. obviously it's less likely than if we're right. someone like like yourself who's got a little bit of thinning happening and so you know hey we can get that going you know um not that you have no it's true yeah yeah you're just That's sorry I, I have this brutal honesty thing it's about good. me it's good. Sorry, but i did it with a smile so I, that like, makes it okay. I always like to do it with a smile. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You should always do everything with a smile. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> so it's so good. We, we're talking about health, life. I mean, what's more important than the quality of life, right? Uh, having the ability to be active and do what you want to do in your life. And, and really, uh, you know, just finding people of like mind that are you know probably in a good state. So love and happiness is important as well, right? Definitely. You're going to segue into whether or not we put stem cells into penises and vaginas, aren't you? Do we? Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell so, me about that. How does of that course. work? Um, well, the, do you know about the O-shot and the P-shot? Yeah. Okay, so basically we just use those stem cells instead of um, using your PRP or using okay. uh, hyaluronic acid. So um, for sexual um, stimulation for women, um, we tend to, right now we do O-shot with a CC of hyaluronic acid and it, it basically pushes the G-spot up a little bit further so it's easier to access during penetration. So a lot of women don't get orgasms, about 80% of women supposedly don't get basically, orgasms uh, during think, intercourse, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so if 80% of women aren't getting an orgasm from penetration, I go, why is that? Well, the G-spot's not getting hit. Now a lot of times that can be because the man doesn't necessarily even know what a G-spot is, but it can also be that it's just the G-spot's not pressed forward enough to mm -hmm. be found. So if you put that um, that filler behind the G-spot, then that pushes it forward. That gives them some more stimulation. Now, if they are a little bit older and they just don't have the, the tissue there, um, not the tissue, I want to say the circulation, then the PRP, the stem cells, actually kind of bring that youthful vitality back in there so that the tissue can kind of you know bring itself back to 
more fluffy. I go like this, you know, you know, fluffing it up. Um, and same thing for a man. Now I do um, hyaluronic acid fillers for penis enlargement now is a pretty big thing to do uh, or a little thing to do, depending on what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, and that obviously, you know, helps a man uh, if he has um, insecurities with his girth and it can get a little bit of length. Um, but, you know, they, they're finding that they can do your, um, your pee shot, which um, they do up by the prostate area, um, also with the stem cells. And that seems to last longer than your PRP and okay. that's that's kind of where it's just like you do the PRP if the PRP did well then you know stick with it because it's, it's a lot more affordable than stem cells right but if the stem cells or sorry if the PRP was minimally active or maybe only helped you for a month or so and you don't want to have to come in every month then you might go to stem cells so you just kind of it's a stepwise approach to your sexual health or gratification or whatever you're doing it for right mm -hmm. so yeah it's very effective very good with the understanding that also quality of life uh, revolves around optimum hormone levels, I understand that part of the uh, stem cell transfers can improve the pineal gland, the testes, the ovaries. Essentially, that's another way, the adrenals, right, mm -hmm. to, to rejuvenate the body through direct improvement in the hormonal production of the body, right? Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the stem cell treatment when you do a full system reset if you're like for instance i'm going with european wellness because they're who trained me so if you guys hear a bunch of that about european wellness they're awesome they're amazing go there so anyways um but we do specific um, treatments that will help a, a woman who's in menopause they've actually been able to reverse menopause for some women so wow. you know if you think about that i mean i that's that's a game changer for ladies who are wanting to maybe start a family later in life. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Audrey McKell was telling me, and she's a, a physician practitioner, and she uh, was saying that she's age, I think she'll let me say this, 72, and she's still having menstrual cycles. Awesome. She's done certain things to enhance through peptides mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Uh, I, I understand there's organelles and different things that we can do. Um, and with the proper hormonal intervention, the proper herbs to modify to make them mm -hmm. safe, like DIM and all three carbonyl, mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting that you know here she looks and feels like a woman that's just years younger. You would never yeah. expect. I mean, you know, awesome. seventy-two, and yet you know she has the vitality of a twenty-six-year-old. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, I have actually not met a seventy-year-old that still gets periods, but I've I've met like late fifty, early sixty, um, and for all that, most of us hate our periods, and we're like, oh, it's the one thing I look forward to in menopause. Um, it's also um, it, it's it's that sentinel moment where you also have to think about the fact your estrogen going down also means vaginal atrophy and right. dryness and it means less libido i mean at first as you're going through menopause your hormones have this little bit of a spike as your body is going wait wait we don't want to lose our sexuality and so that's where women in their 40s and 50s are like sexual demons they just are just insatiable right wonderful yeah it's awesome right <laughs> unfortunately guys are only sexually insatiable usually you're not stem cell guys right but most guys their yeah. sexual peak is like 18 to 30 right pretty much true and then here's women our sexual peaks 40 to 50 it's like it's just a joke thanks god so anyways <laughs> um with the advent of stem cells though we can all have a sexual peak together yes yeah, so. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> yeah, yeah 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 we'll just we'll make that an advertisement later but uh yeah it, it's it it is one of those things that are are 
period disappearing is yay no more pads but at the same time now we got to think about how do we see ourselves as a woman sexually for our future right and so now do we want to do hormone replacement well, hormone replacement comes with its own dangers. You know, you have your dangers of stroke, you have your, you know. For sure. Yeah. Well, to qualify, you want to make sure if you are going to do it, bioidentical under a doctor's care. Yes. Uh, no, making all sure there's caveats. herbs that modify it. And I put people on a whole foods diet, plant-based, so that a lot of times things that are mistaken to be a result of the hormonal intervention, which is TRT, which mm -hmm. is synthetic hormones, oftentimes it's they're on a poor diet, a, you know, a diet that's not going to be conducive of health. Mm -hmm. So... But I like your idea, the fact that you can jumpstart basically your own organ system, mm -hmm. essentially to start producing more youthful hormone levels, right? Oh, definitely. And actually, uh, so my clients uh, I consult with, uh, because I am a nurse, I cannot prescribe. Right. Uh, I can advise. Right. Um, I advise them to go get blood work and test their DHEA and their FSH and their estrogen and, and get all their stuff done. And I tell them what doctors to go to that are, that are local that I trust. And um, so I, I do a lot of consulting and I do a lot of referring and then I, I do a lot of coaching. So. Um, I always advise people to go the herbal route first, you know, look into Vitex, look into raspberry leaf, look into doing, uh, you know, just natural diet changes, you know, right. before you go jumping off into uh, taking supplements. But at the same time that we're talking about that, we're at an aging, an anti-aging conference. Okay. Right. So when I tell a patient, mm -hmm. go take some supplements and play it out, you know, I'm also telling them. This is the natural course of aging. Just play it out. So now here we are at this anti-aging conference and we're saying, well, why don't you try some herbal stuff first? Well, that's honestly, we are naturally aging and it is normal for us to stop having those hormones. It's normal for us to stop having those desires and things that we have that are associated with those hormones too. So at a convention like this, I probably wouldn't say that to people. I'd say, go get some stem cells, go get this stuff, stop it from going any further. Right. If you are a person who wants to live forever or is um, just really feeling like, you know, I have to, I have to do something about this. Mm -hmm. Doing something about it isn't just, you know, laying back and letting nature take its course. Because right. nature taking its course is going to be you aging like any other person, and then sitting in here at the age of 75, having done nothing, with everything falling down, and then going, "Gosh, why didn't anybody tell me this when I was 40?" Right. 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 Absolutely. Well, I know you have an exhibit here at Radfest, and you have a special device. Uh, share with us uh, just briefly what it is uh, that we can detect in terms of, I guess, is it picking up through energy medicine? Is it a device that was developed in Russia? I mean, yeah. give me a little background. Okay, so um, I am here today with Dr. Olga, um, and she's got one of those really hard to pronounce last names, and so everybody just calls her Dr. Olga. Uh, so uh, we are uh, presenting the Regenu3, and uh, Regenu3 is a um, is a machine that it has a biofeedback and a biofrequency. So it has a, a differential diagnosis component to it that allows for us to go ahead and assess people. Will uh, you assess me? I will assess you. I'm looking forward to it. I know you are. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, we are recording. <laughs> Continue. So, oh, sorry. So, um, so yeah. So, as far as um, the the machine, the machine does a differential diagnosis. Um, so we can first set it up and get your meridians checked. It'll okay. give us a wheel. And if if you'd like later on today, we could 
bring your cameras and we can do a live demo of it. But um, so it'll first show us a will, give us an idea of what areas of your body might need some help. Usually a client comes in and they'll say, you know, I've been having a hard time breathing or I've had this and whatever. And so we'll have an idea, right? you know, but I actually, um, I enjoy to not look at the chart or sure. to hear it first because I like to see it. But I, I'm also a Reiki master and I enjoy to also be able to kind of scan them and know. So I kind of look at them and I kind of get my ideas and then I let the machine look at them and then I ask them, okay, what'd you have? Yeah, so that's kind of fun. That's more fun for me. That's that's about me. So mm -hmm. this, let's take me out of the equation. The machine does do a differential diagnosis. Now it's not a doctor and, um, and it's not lab work. Okay. So what it does do though is it recognizes the frequencies that different illnesses put off. So each bacteria, each cell, each virus, each each thing in your body, each thing in the world has its own frequency, right? And so Dr. Reif uh, had found that these different frequencies can be read and that different um, cells and different vi virus, bacteria, protozoa, amoebas, well, yeah, all kinds of different stuff, candidiasis. Uh, fungus, you know, whatever, all those different things all have their own frequencies. Right. And then he thought to himself, well, gosh, if these all have their own frequencies that I can be able to tell what it is by looking at it, I wonder if they also have a frequency that I could kill them without killing the healthy tissue. And so he put a lot of research into that as well. And he found that why, yes, indeed, I can kill things without killing everything else. And so um, that was like a game changer now everybody back then you know he found out he, in america we're not allowed to say that these things kill cancer so i'm not saying that these things kill cancer but i'm going to tell you that back when um dr reif first made these uh this discovery uh big pharma was ticked and people accused him of all kinds of stuff they locked him up they put him away eventually they let him out but they took away all of his research and they 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 shunned him and they made him like like he was like this horrible person and you know, what they do to people right and uh, so later on it was discovered that he was actually completely right on you know he was able to kill off all kinds of viruses and and do all kinds of awesome stuff and in other countries they use that as a first line of defense for things um so this machine here we're using it for beauty purposes yes come we'll make you pretty no just kidding uh, so it's a therapeutic uh, device um, it tests for different frequencies we'll see that there's a signature that you have been exposed to something um, and we would advise you that you should go see a doctor and go get some blood work but at the same time we'll also get a treatment plan for you using energy and we will go ahead and start your treatments but we will always advise you to please go see your um, western medicine physician to follow up yes looking forward to it yeah Chandra Lynn, Dr. Nick Delgado here. Be well, be strong, and thanks. Please share and uh, let us know what you think. Have a great day. We're at RadFest. Be well. Please give us a review on iTunes, and we'll be happy out of the group of reviews to choose a lucky winner of one of our award-winning products. It could be EsterBlock, Adrenal DMG, Stem Cell Strong, or even Power and Speed. We'll ship you a bottle at no cost. You'll enjoy it just from basically giving us a review on iTunes. Also, visit DelgadoProtocol.com. That's DelgadoProtocol.com, and take our free hormonal quiz. Looking forward to assisting you to be your absolute best.